0: Should we not start this one?
1: I do. Go really. on.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. There it is straight to the point, no. I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else is there to talk about? Let's be honest. So, um, as uh, our regular listeners will be aware, and uh, any new listeners who've taken up the uh, the chance to get onto the cast, first of all, thank you. Um, second of all, we usually record on a Thursday, we put out on a Friday, and we give you a weekend to digest the information and. And stuff, but we've always maintained that we're not just that. If something comes up of importance, we will do an ad hoc.
0: And something of importance came up immediately after we finished editing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the episode. Just, yeah, Jean-Philippe Cabana injured in training again. I mean, I don't know anything else we can talk about <laughs> on this podcast.
0: <laughs> Let's get dead quick. Dead quick. Yeah, six more months.
1: Oh mate I am Absolutely gutted For the kid Genuinely am um, 24 years of age For those of you Who aren't aware Everton signed Jean-Philippe Gabalman seen as a Long term replacement For um, Idrissa Garnagay When he moved to PSG Last year So uh, Jean-Philippe Gabalman Was signed from FC Mainz um, Where he'd played 25 games a season For the last Couple of seasons uh, Generally fit lad 6 foot 2 uh, Plays defensive midfield Can't play centre half Meant to be good on the ball Quite composed Played one game For Everton and torn a quadricep muscle, which was akin at the time to uh, an NFL injury. Uh, it was very rarely seen in football, hence the, uh, the long layoff. So he comes back, um, lockdown done him a favour, if anything, so to be honest, give him an extra three months to get fit. Gets fit, stays late behind the training yesterday. No, no way. Yeah, he plays a little bit of foot tennis with Andre Gomez. He goes over on his ankle awkwardly and he ruptures his Achilles. So you're looking at surgery next week and then rehabilitation. And The Achilles is one of the worst injuries that you can sustain um, to a professional athlete. So he's looking at another six months out. Won't see him until 2021. And th- th- it broke on Twitter yesterday. And some Evertonians are quite similar. like, just claim on the insurance, move on. Um other Evertonians are like uh oh, really feel for him, this, that and the other, but it, it doesn't matter whether you're blue, you're red, you're white, you're black, whatever team you support, it does not matter. Um you've got to feel for the kid. Gets his gets his roots get to a Premier League team and he thinks, yeah, we're gonna play. Go kind replace Garnier. you know, he's a good player, I'm gonna play for you know, I'm not blowing our, our trumpet trumpet team, but I'm gonna go and play for Carlo Ancelotti at a decent team. I mean obviously I'd like to come in now going through the season, but still he's waiting with Carlo Ancelotti which must be good for any footballer. Mm. And then he, he finally gets back match fit. I mean, it, it seemed, somebody put a picture up on Twitter last week. They'd seen him in a supermarket. Took a photo as a fan two metres apart and said, eh, how are you feeling? And he said, feel great. He'd given it to you only two days ago saying I'm fully fit. I'm ready to go and see oh. season stats. And then he does this, doing extra training, just trying to do that extra bit, have that drive about him. Man, yeah. That takes people from footballers to elite footballers and and this has happened to you, so I feel I feel sorry for the kid. Genuinely
0: do. Sorry I hope each one. I know. I hope the club, um, like they obviously will, but stay close to him, you know, because mentally that's got to be.
1: Oh, uh, it's got to be heartbreaking. He, he won't sh- play football for. Yeah, football. yeah. That's that's mad madness. But yeah, it's not all about Everton. Don't don't panic. Don't turn off the uh, the cast yet. Um, the
0: Jean Philippe Gabin special.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna dedicate an hour. I've got some Titanic music. I'm gonna play over the intro. <laughs> Before we edit this and get it out. No, not really. Um, No, so obviously the reason for the ad hoc, the the meeting that he had to get this special episode done is the return of the Premier League. Indeed. 17th of June. Yep. Um, First two games are going to be the games in hand, um, which um, will bring everybody up to 29, is that right? Yes. Everybody goes straight on 29. So you had got to be Arsenal against
0: City and Villa playing Is it Sheffield United? Yeah, Villa v Sheffield United and then City against Arsenal, yeah. And then we're straight back in. Everyone's on that weekend. Uh, Chelsea are actually playing Villa again, which is interesting. So yeah, then it's straight back in. We're going um, straight back through. Sky have announced, let me bring it up here. Um, This is exciting. So yeah, Sky Sports to show 64 games, 25 available for free, which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Happy. Look, you know, we had some reservations right at the start of the window.
1: I think everybody did really maybe and when in I say, the middle of a global I, pandemic.
0: When I say window, and I mean transfer window, I mean like lockdown window. Lockdown window. Lockdown real window. window. Oh god, lockdown window, deadline day. Um the Yeah, I I I know I had some reservations in terms of we didn't know how bad this pandemic was gonna be. We didn't know where it was gonna go. Football wasn't that important, still isn't that important in terms of, you know, the grand scheme of things. But if it's deemed safe, obviously people are still testing positive, the players, you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to see where that goes. I didn't see the latest one in terms of I didn't see anything come out about the Premier League having any positive tests. I know the Championship did. But look, the Bundesliga has been back for two weeks. Mm -hmm. that seems to have gone off without a hitch we've got italy coming back soon which was obviously heavily affected um but the pandemic spain's coming back soon france and holland made the decision to call my issue with england is still that they ended the women's game and they ended league two yeah that that is still a shame no real word on the championship or league one yet as far as i'm aware are they june eight are they
1: no, no, no. june 8th the decision will be made sorry
0: oh june 8th is the decision apparently sorry. so yeah on how they're
1: gonna get it done I, I, I'll, I'll be honest if it's safe and this has always been my point um i didn't want it back at all to begin with when there was thousands of people on on uh, incubators and taking up hospital beds and, and dying when yeah. the daily totals were, were through the roof um but now it seems a little you know it seems to have passed um, reading up on some of the science behind it some of the numbers behind it um, yes there's, a, there's always that underlying fear and, and reality that there could be a second spike yeah, but the numbers don't fully support that yet but again it's a, it's a case of something to see isn't it um, I was against it to be honest um, but as I say it's got to that level now where it does seem a hell of a lot safer so why not try and get it done why not try and get it out of the way equally if the Premier League decided, if they'd done a run of tests, say, tomorrow and 90 cases come back and they were like, oh my God, it's too dangerous, we can't do it. Just do what we said in, in the original. Just If you're down at the bottom, unfortunately you're gone. You shouldn't have been there anyway. And if you're at the top of the league as Liverpool, there's your title. See you later, we'll just shut it and we'll prep for next season. Wouldn't have bothered me either way. But obviously that's not what I played um, as a fan. As a football fan, I'd be glad to see it back.
0: Yeah, I think that's been our point of view. Isn't it like you say? Like if it comes back, fantastic because we love football and we love the Premier League and both yeah, the clubs yeah. we support. are in the Premier safe. League. What on it? Yeah. But if they turn around and null and voided it, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose I'd, any sleep over it. I would have understood. I don't understood. I'd have even championed it. I'd
1: have been like, "Oh well, yeah, it makes sense."
0: Well, I know that was our our point of view at the start. We were like, "Just null and void it, get it done, give Liverpool the title, the yeah, relegation." Yeah, the, the relegation battle was always the one for us that we we never seemed to come up with a solution for. I mean, no one did, but. Me and you between ourselves could never work out a fair way to do it. Yeah. The top four race it, it kind of almost was sealed slash Europa League, but that that felt less impactful than the league was obviously done, but the most impactful one was the relegations. That in itself, but it looks like they're gonna have the opportunity to play it out. We spoke on the the podcast, um the latest That's episode seven seventh. about home advantage. That's gonna be really interesting to see that come into play now. Mm-hmm. Um we'll see where that goes. We'll but yeah, look, thing,
1: won't we at last? Yeah. You know, you, you'll start to understand i mean there's, there's two ways to watch football i mean you can sit in front of the tv and watch it and, and take it in for the spectacle that it is and and take away the goals and, and the incidents and so on and so forth or if it's a little bit more analytical as i believe i am and um, you can sit and you can you can soak it in as as an occasion but you can also take bits from it like how are the players going to react to a bad decision when there's no crowd paying for blood. How are the players going to react when a misplaced pass goes wrong and there's no one booing them or there's nobody letting them know for them from the stands? As uh, you know, and again, I'll, I'll use Everton as my as my benchmark. I've sat in the Gladish seat have sat in the lower buttons, I've sat all around that ground. And if somebody makes a misplaced pass, uh, they get to know about it. Every oh, let in the ground will tear mate. the strip out of them as loud as possible. But now it's going to be oh we've made a mistake, but. Guess what? No one's here to tell me off, so I'll get away with that. So you, just, you might see a bit more freedom out of players. You might see a bit more freedom out of coaches to think, well, I had this system I always wanted to play, but I couldn't because the fans would have told me a new one, but nobody's here. So let's just throw it out there and see if we can get it implemented the next year. If you don't know. That's
0: don't actually know. really That's really interesting. I hadn't thought of that. I mean, look, I've been to Goodison Park, you know, live in Liverpool as well, Goodison Park a few times, and you're not wrong there. They, they let you know.
1: Yeah, they do, yeah. Sometimes... It's unfounded as well, to be honest. Like certain players get an absolute dog's life out of them, but it is what it is. Everyone's entitled to their opinion because they all pay for their seats.
0: But to you know, go like agree with the opposite of that is I was in the ground when you played Leicester in the um, the the League Cup, yeah. And when Baines bangs that goal in out of nowhere, euphoria! It's absolute euphoria. I I was celebrating. I'm an Everton fan. I'm celebrating. My sister's celebrating. You know, we're all celebrating that goal, and they're in amongst it. And you can't you can't replicate that. No. So as a fan, you can't replicate that. And as a player, that can't be replicated. So I think, you know, I think for players, when they bang that first goal in, you know, it's mainly going to be the strikers as well. And they, mm. I think that'll be like the penny drop moment when it's like, oh, oh. you know, when yeah. you want to go wheel away and it's just jubilation everywhere. And you're like, oh, so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for a lot of people to set in. I mean, I was just thinking about that when we were saying, but the safety of the training as well, Kante's returned to training with Chelsea, um, I seen Deeni did an interview where he was like, "I want to correct a few people." I said, "I'm not staying away for training forever," mm. and he says best he's best had a few best. he's had a few conversations with the health secretaries of the government, and he said he started to feel a bit more calmer about the situation last year. And, and that's it. Not everyone's put in this one box of, "All right, you're now back in." People exactly. are different. People are everyone's different, and everyone's allowed to mould their and change their opinion, I guess, as well. Like Deeni and Kante have done.
1: Yes everybody's entitled to an opinion and of course that opinion is based on the facts of the day but the facts of the day change um, in this sort of scenario and um, so you know you, you've got every right to uh, to believe one thing one day as Troy Deeney did and then be able to be calmed and reassured and think well actually yeah if, if, if for example Troy for, for those that don't know Troy he' was quite um, Quite guarded in the fact that he's got a uh, a five-month-old son with breathing difficulties, um, and he didn't want to return to China. He was like, I'm not leaving the house to 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 potentially pick up this coronavirus, take it home and endanger his life. And I get it as a father. I get it as a human being. I get it. Um, But obviously, if he's had conversations and his fears have been allayed, then he's got every right to change his mindset and his, his stance on it, of course. The big one
0: for me... Is and correct me if I'm wrong, they haven't said anything about where the games will be played.
1: No, so this is something I've particularly kept an eye on as an Evertonian. Mm.
0: Um, <laughs> because
1: if Arsenal decides to turn up for one game a season as they usually do and actually beat City, which they've got a terrible record against, and um, if they actually beat City, then that means Liverpool can play Everton in the derby and yep. win the league, which is their right. Yeah, at Goodison, which is there, yeah, right? but mid uh, police have come up with a certain amount of trepidation to say, if there's going to be a high-profile match, we don't want it played near where the fans are because, obviously, fans potentially may congregate, which would then cause an issue. So, if that goes ahead, the Premier League, apparently, and this isn't confirmed, it's just conjecture, but going around the newspapers and going around the sports pages is um, a story of they may move it to Manchester. So, can you imagine no. Football club. Could win the league by oh playing god. Everton at Old Trafford.
0: Oh my god,
1: they are unbearable enough as it is now.
0: So I the thing is, want to hear <laughs> <up>. <laughs> the they actually probably would like, yeah, let's get the game moved. We'd rather, oh, it it's,
1: it's the ultimate insult for them to go over to United's ground, win a league, but do it playing us.
0: Well, I mean, what, there, what... there is no
1: sweet, the only thing that would yeah. help is if they had a Chelsea fan. The only one fans allowed in from the country they made it a Chelsea fan and made them sit there and watch it. <laughs> That's the only way to get any sweeter for them,
0: honest to God. Yeah. Um, it's like Arsenal fans when they won the league at um, Tottenham. Yes. It's the ultimate, yeah, well, we won the league at your ground. Yeah,
1: of course it is. Not only
0: have we won more leagues than you. We want it at your ground. Exactly. I mean, Everton recent history isn't
1: great, but we've always, our, our moniker, and not, maybe not our moniker, but our, our shout to Liverpool fans has always been, you only exist because of us. But anybody who knows no. knows the fact that Everton Football Club were based at Anfield. What happened was one particular year, Everton were agreeing a um, a rent with Liverpool City Council. Um, didn't agree with the price and thought, well, for the money you're charged, we can go and build our own ground. So we did. We went and built Cunderson Park from scratch. And we said, we'll leave you with it. So Liberal Council were like, okay, uh we need to put a football team in there. Hence Liberal Football Club was born. So it's we create,
0: things work out. We created them. They're only yeah. there because
1: of us. However, <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that we won the league on their ground before they were even formed. <laughs> so, you, so you can have this one. As long as there's another thirty year waiter, I don't uh. mind.
0: So the uh, the FA Cup's back, in other news.
1: <laughs> it is. However, I haven't heard Jamie Carragher champion for this one. I've heard him all over social media Aww. ever since this lockdown started, And he was like, the league, the league, the be league. Be nice. It's got to be done. And you were like, why have you asked about the FA Cup once, Jamie? Oh, that's right. Because you're not in it. There's Billy Gilmore rocked up. Billy frigging Gilmore. What a kid. What I've a seen player. more meat on an egg. But he can't half bounce around in the middle of that oh, park, makes yeah. honest to God. What what's the old saying? It's not the uh, the size of the dog, it's the size of the fight in the dog. Unreal. What a player. Someone,
0: like, someone like that, yeah. But the FA Cup, um, have you got the dates there? Uh, did I did. I just put
1: them away, funny enough. I went on a no. ranch holiday, but I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't a, want to get crossed that did, so
0: today. In classic fashion, we're staying on a topic. I've got them here. So the quarterfinals will be on Saturday the 27th of June and Sunday the 28th of June. Uh, The semi-finals will be on Saturday the 11th of July and Sunday the 12th of July, with the final being on Saturday the 1st of August. That is also the date the Premier League have provisionally put in to end the season.
1: Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. How are they going to manage it with putting them together? Because obviously you've got Leicester, Chelsea, uh, Newcastle City, um, Sheffield United, Arsenal, Norwich, Man United all playing each other and they're all Premier League teams. So. It's gotta be, you it's, know, extra it's, games shoehorned into an already tight tight time frame,
0: aren't you? It's it's fascinating because it's it's been the first time in a while. I remember seeing it at the other day. Um it was the first time in a while that, that's been all Premier League no in the quarterfinals. Surprises. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it's it's all it's all Premier League, but we're in this situation where it might almost make it easier where they can kind of fit them in together. They can go, right, well look, Premier League, move that there, move that there. They already look, they already know who's in the quarterfinals. Yeah. So Chelsea, unless for arguments' sake,s they're not playing on that day, but we could chew on some other Premier League games in. Yeah. Um, but it might be nice, you know, a full wrap up of Premier League and FA Cup on the first of August. You brought you brought it up before we started recording. No talker, when the next season's going to start? We yeah threw a few ideas around in the sense that it's normally mid-August it starts, isn't it, the season? Yeah, usually around
1: my wife's birthday, so usually around the 18th of August um, it starts, which pisses her off. But <laughs> I, I, I just think they'll move it back a month. It'll be start of September, and I think they'll take the proposed winter break where everybody has yeah. a two-week break. I think they'll take that out, and they'll just look to shoehorn and fix it. You know, when, when you get an international break? Yeah. Or a friendly? The FA, if they're a little bit switched on, would probably drop the friendly. I think right, we'll will move wow. that to the end of the season, and we'll give another weekend, and it'll level
0: out then. The the one with that one in with the friendlies, it'd have to be worldwide that because I mean, as we know, it's highly publicised. The Premier League doesn't have a great deal of English talent in. Imagine if England went, we're not doing a friendly, but Spain want to play Brazil. I mean, we're we scuppered. You know, what I mean, it'd have to be a it'd have to be a right. Let's all use our heads here, and let's not do this friendly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, the thing is, as well as. We're going to delay the start of next season as a result of this, but they've yeah. got to look at wrapping it up sharpish because what's happening in the following season, in the 2021-2022? Euros. Hang on, is it not the World Cup? Euros, isn't it? Euros well, oh, shit. Hang on. Euros is next summer. When's the World Cup? Oh, it's the following. Is it the following? 2022, yeah. There's going to be no break in between, with oh, that. so sorry. It's Usually been be
1: Euro 2020 would have been this this mm. summer. Then the break. Then 2021 off, then 2022 would have
0: been the World Cup. So we've got the air quote Euro 2020 in 2021. Well,
1: yeah, 2020, because the one one of
0: 2020. Then we've got a winter off and a summer off. And yeah. then we've got the World Cup in Qatar. So yeah, actually, it's not as bad as I thought because I was thinking. World Qatar, Cup in Qatar, remember? They've put it for yeah. December and January. Well, that's what I mean. That's, what I was, that's my worry. I was thinking we've got Oof. this summer off. And the, but we've not even got the next summer off. I was thinking we had summer Euros, so uh, it's, it's going a, to be it's,
1: interesting. It's a lot of football to be played over two years, a, a hell of a lot of football, and it's going to be interesting because of the amount of traveling involved. Because obviously the, the Euros, the the new concept was it was going to be like a like a nations league, wasn't it? In yeah. there in terms of you know you play your games there and then you go and travel there and play them in there, and then then you go and travel there. Oh, oh my god! You, are they going to be allowed to do that?
0: Do you know what? It's the most ridiculous of Euros to be around this time.
1: It's mad, isn't it? Like, it's
0: not even like, oh, yeah, the, the global pandemic's hit and we have no idea how the world's going to operate. It's all right. The Euros is contained in Spain. It's like the Euros is all over Europe. It's well, Spain, so ironic. Spain
1: have reopened the borders, have they? They're letting people in um, okay. without a quarantine. Um, but obviously, when you come back to the UK, you've got a two-week quarantine. So what happens if, say, for example, England going to play Spain and these protocols are still in place and then they go and they play a game, they come back to quarantine for two weeks, they can't fly anywhere, can't play well, anything, can't train. Be, well, or well, will they get special dispensation because they can get tested? They'll get tested. Because, because they're better than us?
0: All right, calm down. <laughs>
1: no, it's just, no, and I'll make a valid point now as aggressive. No, football. I
0: know. No, I know.
1: My kids haven't played football. I, for anyone who doesn't know, I coach um, what will be under 14s when we get back to it. Um, currently under 13s, I, I coach. They haven't kicked the ball as a team or in a two um, for the best part of 10 weeks. 10 weeks as of. Well. Monday um, coming. So it's 10 weeks out of next week. They want to kick the ball or train together. Now I know Premier League are allowed to go back and the FA have said it's fine because they're testing twice a week, is it? But again, this comes down to that money and class divide. Well, because you've got the money to you can test twice a week. Yeah, you go and play football. That's fine. That's not the problem. You're raising the morale of the country. I honestly believe the morale of the country would be raised more if you give those tests to the general public to get them back on their feet and moving around. I would much prefer as a football fan and a football coach, to have my kids playing football once a week, than watching the Premier League four times a day, every day,
0: while they catch up. Two points. Go on. One. Are they only testing them twice a week? I think it's twice a week, yeah. They are, they only, are they only training twice a week?
1: Uh, no, I'm not sure what the training schedule is, but I think they test them twice
0: a week because that's going to be interesting if they've tested them, they're still going in and home and back in, home and back in, and then we see the next round of testing. I might be wrong. I don't want to be pessimistic. Second point, coming off what you've said, Mm. and I'm going to sound like a dick when I say this, your kids don't bring bring any money into the economy. They don't know. I'm I'm not trying to be a dick. No, no, no. no, no. I actually agree with what you're saying. It would be fantastic for their morale and everything. give you the rebuttal to that. My kids don't bring anything
1: to the economy, but my kids do generate to the Premier League because they do go to the game. They do buy the shirts. They do get their names printed on the back. Mm. The mums and dads do pay the Sky, Sky subscriptions that help pay these extortionate wages. A uh, so, uh,
0: 100%. Football is nothing without fans, ironically, when we're talking about them not being in the ground. But your kids go and have a kick about. I said playing game kick about no 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 playing a game having a kick about beside my point in a league format <laughs> yeah, beside yeah. My point, in a league format you know exactly what I mean like sanctioned like yeah, I know match, what tested and everything that them being allowed to do that doesn't inspire them to go buy the latest Hummel kit by Everton in that sense you know what I mean like they want to get the games back they want to bring the thing in okay yeah. people, people have got football back on their mind oh yeah they're wearing the kit oh look the sponsorship's back on I, I've brought this up off air but the betting is going to go back through the roof. Gambling, the better market, that's going to go back through the roof. That is going to seriously spike the economy. It's going to help, yeah. It's going to seriously, house. and I I am not having it for a second that that's not in the discussions. i seen a thing where it was like uh, something got tweeted where it was talking about smoking and that again. But as we've all discussed, alcohol and betting's on there, and I'm not, I'm not getting into this now. But that, that side of it is going to spike the economy.
1: It will help you rather than grassroots that. football.
0: That's why we're we, we as players and coaches of a Sunday yeah. league level aren't gonna be back. No, I, I
1: fully appreciate that, but my kids are in a extremely low risk category as well due to their age. If you follow the science and the numbers for this particular virus, mm. if you are elderly or have any sort of underlying health conditions, you are at a high risk. Um, if you are middle aged with medical conditions, you are at a high risk. If you are, well, the younger you get, basically, with the less health risks, it's a very, very low risk of you carrying. Now, you could carry a asymptomatic, which means you don't show any symptoms and it just sits dormant and then it dies out after, after a while. But kids, they're pushing them back into schools, which at certain age groups, which I agree with, some of them do need to go back. They do need to get exam time with teachers. However, if you're happy enough to push them into a classroom with 20 or 30 other kids in and a teacher... But you're not happy enough to let them go to a local park, which is an outdoor space. Let's be honest, Grassroots football has what? Uh, my age group I have twenty two players on the pitch, one referee, two coaches, potentially five subs, and about ten parents on each line, spread out over the entire full size pitch.
0: It's it's the social distancing aspect though, we know, don't we? I mean, if they if the players are all clean, they can go. There's no to social distancing in school rooms. No, there is. There, there is kids. No, they're gonna be they have to implement it. How? Because you've got the same amount oh, of teachers got oh, back. Hey, I look, I, I ain't getting into the, the where's and the hows of it, but from what I've heard and what you I, give me answers, longer, Lou. Do you understand? Well, hey, hey, from what I've read, the social distance in the schools and that, and I get, I get exactly what you're saying, but that's this is the thing the the whole country is gonna have to navigate through in every industry sector and and like that. But as for football in England, it's back. 17th of
1: June, uh, what 29th of May, so it's
0: still another two and a half weeks away. Well, this, well, yeah, 29th of May, this is coming out, um, you'll be listening to it now, it's Saturday the 30th. Um, so we've got one, two and a half weeks.
1: Madness, things can change. Two and a half
0: weeks, so the, the teams have all got two weeks, two weeks yeah. to get the players up and running and ready to go. We've got two weeks to find out where games are going to be getting played. Um, we've got two weeks for the times to be getting announced. We spoke on episode uh, seven about the times in which the games will be played. Saturdays, Sundays, Wednesdays and Tuesdays, I believe it was. Two games in the week on both days and up to four games on the weekend. As as we've said, some will be on Sky. BT haven't said anything from what I've seen, but I imagine some games will be on DT. And it seems like Sky are going to air some games for free. FA Cup we'll, again will be spread across. Funny enough. We'll touching on, on that. Uh, the Mail put a story out before. Uh, Premier League fans will have to spend
1: £117.98 to sign up for three different subscriptions if they want to watch all 92 remaining matches. And they put a link on to how to get the cheapest deals for each and every match.
0: All right. So, yeah. Football's back. 17th of June. Premier League. Can't wait. Yeah, saves. As long as it's safe to do so, I'm happy with it. Absolutely. We'll find out more over the next two weeks. Um, we'll have episode 8 out next Friday. We'll probably cover then if we hear anything between now and then. We will.
1: Thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in again. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Jack, for taking the time out of your day. I know you're a very busy man. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're
0: laughing at me. Uh, I'm busy. I'm so lonely. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, catch episode seven if you haven't listened it already. That's out now um you'll find it just below this one in your uh podcast feed or on youtube and uh as always like subscribe get in touch follow us at two men rambling email us at two rambling at gmail.com and we'll see you next friday see you soon guys stay safe bye jack see you soon david see you soon guys